Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. <laughs> That's Rosie, a dog. And this is. <laughs> the Froth. This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London, and our special guest is Barry Castagnola, who joins us remotely. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Hush, puppy. Noisy dog honks car horn. <laughs> feed the birds, feed the birds. Tuppence, tuppence, tuppence a bag. Plus a £150 fine reduced to £120 if you pay within 10 days. Woman is honked off when she's fined 120 quid for feeding vegan sausage rolls to pigeons in Manchester's Piccadilly Gardens. Lloyd Langford's horn is well and truly honked when we wake him up again, this time at 3.21am, just to see if he's tried the aforementioned vegan sausage rolls. Spoiler alert, he hasn't. Poor Lloyd. Poor Lloyd. And Barry's mum and Ian honk the horn of their mini moke jeep and head to Brighton for another honking instalment of Apes of Froth. And those are the headlines. Right, then, episode 11. Uh, let's have a look uh, before we uh, get into it, into the meat of the show. What's happening on the uh, social media? Well, I threw out, for froth's sakes, asking people if they'd had anything that's annoyed them this week. Right, this is one of our uh, regular features, even though we've done nothing on it in the last <laughs> ten weeks. Oh, but we it's a regular week? feature, for froth's sake. For what froth's has annoyed sake. you, or irritated you, got on your nerves? Is that right, for froth's sake? Yep, we've got for some really sake. good ones. Have we? Yeah. Okay, we've got one from at Raina and Ravioli. When you pay to go on holiday to a hot country and it rains. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that is annoying. Uh, yeah, can, can I can I just say, didn't we have a, a very similar tweet a few weeks ago that was Almost based certainly. that was someone saying I went camping in the Lake District, it rained every day, yet in Wales where I'm from, it was sunny. And that was their that was their tweet. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That one was more interesting because there was an extra <laughs> layer to it. Jesus Christ. The worst part is right. that sounds like it might be hypothetical. Yeah, it is hypothetical. I don't even think it really happened. <laughs> At least the one the other day, the person had gone. I went to the Lake District. It's bloody horrible weather. I'd it left is. Wales, which is normally horrible, and it's bloody lovely back there. That's real. I can understand. Compared to this, it was rooted in that, reality. That was rooted in Do reality. This one? is this isn't. She hasn't even happened. Do you want another one? Well, uh, well, it depends. Is it is it of a similar quality? Yeah. And I use quality <laughs> in the inkiest of well, uh, inverted commas. At Rubina Blue. Right. People who spell loose, loose, with two O's instead of one. What? <laughs> who Hang doesn't? On. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. People whoa. who spell wait. lose, right. lose. Right. Right. I was going to say, who doesn't spell fault. loose, loose? People who spell lose, lose. You mean lose. people who spell lose? Yeah. Loose. As in lose, as in you've lost something, not yes, lose I, as in Ooh, toilets. I hope, you, hope I don't lose my keys, L-O-O-S-E. Yeah. Loose, as in... Not yeah. lose. I mean, I've got yeah. I've got more of a problem with people who get their wrong. Yeah, yeah but sometimes it. it's been so hot this week that every single one of those you're there. I've yeah. been doing it all incorrectly well, because of the heat. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't focus. Listen, what? on that one, this is the one that everybody spells wrong, hmm. including me. What? Everyone in the world. Right, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh no! Fingers on buzzers. Okay. Barry, produce, mm-hmm. Barry, produce, producing today. Oh no, you're not producing today. You're in the shop. I'm talking about <laughs> Same thing. Whatever. Forget He's that. allowed to talk. Barry is our special guest and producing the show today. Multitasking. 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 Fingers on the buzzers. Sean, finger on the buzzer. Oh, look at you. Sean's put a little finger out. Look. That's <laughs> nice. Where are you going to push, Sean, in midair there? Just, just my, my leg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could, but then you're going to go buzz. You could just go, oh, I knew that. You could just go buzz anyway. You yeah, don't that's have to true. actually press anything. Yeah. As I said, it's the heat. <laughs> it's the heat. Your brain's gone all addled. <laughs> Mush. Your brain is puffed up. <laughs> Here is your sentence. Okay. Sentence? I'm going to give you a sentence, then I'm going to pick a word out of it, and then I'm going to ask you to spell it. Okay. And it's the first... You've got I to be fast. I don't like it. Fast. Right. Hang on. First thing the, that comes in. Am I the only person here that English is a second language? Oh, look Hello. at that. Getting her excuses Hello. in. Listen to Barry's accent. At least <laughs> also, it is a, At least it's one of your languages, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's first language is early 19th century Cockney. (laughs) Market Cockney. It's Victorian child, Barry's first language. Victorian performance child. (laughs) First language. Your first language is Welsh. Okay. Okay, come on. Okay. Okay. All right, Gav. The man led his dog through the gate. Spell led. Take us on the message. Barry. L-E-D. I... Oh. Yes, LED. Well done. Otherwise, it's lead. It Everybody makes that mistake, apart from you two, apparently. <laughs> I think I gave you... Uh, I shouldn't have said... I think the dog gave you the clue, because then he went dog, lead, that'll be L-E-A-D. He's just said lead, that's different. Yeah, that's probably what happened there. I, I just spelt it correctly straight off. Me too. Uh, but then, Everyone spells it L-E-A-D, including me. What does a English little cockney so barrow boy like me know? <laughs> <I ain't laughs> Anyway, lose and loose. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. That okay. really winds them up, right? Couldn't give a shit. Uh, Next. At Tigger1675 says, keeping it frothy, the fact that tiger bread is delicious on the day you buy it, but like a house brick the day after. Well, eat it the fucking day you buy it My- then. <laughs> Next. Right. Okay. I've never heard of tiger bread. At someone else. one moaning git. At one oh, moaning git. Here we go. This should be good. 
Uh, don't get him started. He's good at this. Uh, having to clean the neighbor's cat crap off my lawn annoys me. I don't have a pet because I don't want to clean up the crap, but I'm doing it anyway because of those furry little shitting machines. <laughs> oh, I like that. I had high hopes and I wasn't disappointed. That It's the fox shit. I, I'm just getting on my nerves at the moment. Yeah, you had to hose it down. And, and our you? fox, the foxes around here, do you know what they're doing now? They've started shitting on our garden furniture, like exclusively. So yeah. they won't do it on the floor. They're only, they'll only get up onto the t- chairs or tables sometimes and they'll just have a shit on the chair or the table it's exclusively terrible. they won't even do it on the floor anymore I'm putting do you know I'm fitting this week I'm putting wildlife cameras in there this week so we can watch so we can see what's going on yeah, so yeah, what, what's the plan after garden. that <laughs> yeah. what's the plan there's no plan there's just voyeurism yeah. yeah I just want to see it coming out of their bottoms <laughs> um, I've got one here from Joe underscore S1940 oh my god Barry looks totally different to what I imagined him to <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, he's, that, and that's annoyed you but they don't say how they imagine he's not he's not the only i had a, i had about three or four people say that and i and i did ask one i said i'm not sure if that's an insult or a compliment and they didn't answer so i'm thinking insult <laughs> yeah but what i saw did they that imagine? as well. well after we put up one of the pictures one of the zoom pictures of the uh, podcast a still photograph of it and there were yeah. lots of comments of people going my god barry looks totally different well, it's because he's not wearing a little I know, he's not wearing a little chimney sweep outfit People were expecting a little eight-year-old with little coal stains, little coal cheeks. <laughs> so, what do you call it? Like little cheeks coal dust on your cheeks. Chim- right, chimney, chim- chimney, chim- <laughs> chim- chim- <laughs> and That's exactly what people like them apples. Could could if if any of the people who one who said I look nothing like they imagined, could you uh, if any of you listening, it. could you please do, do a drawing of what, of how you imagined me and post it to, <laughs> to the front? I'd love yes, to, I'd please. love to know what they were expecting. This would be a great art project. Why don't they just tell you? Yeah, it's better in drawing. Yeah, it's more interesting, wasn't it? I was just, I was just, I was just trying to engage, mate. I was trying to engage with social media. Oh, right. yeah. uh, you know what the young people are all about, right? I got another one. Go this on is ahead. a good one. Snapchat me. Keep them going until we get a good one. At JS Ambler. Right. People not closing the door behind them. If I wanted it open, Jeez. I'd have left it open in the first place. <sighs> wow. It is annoying. Oh my god. What? We're lucky that none of our oh, listeners have awful, real problems. It's, a, it's an awful window into our listeners, this. <laughs> you know, our listeners are all complaining that Barry doesn't look like what he sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Barry doesn't look at all like what he sounds like. I'm very annoyed. Our listeners aren't what I was hoping for. <laughs> Honestly. What were you hoping for? Oh, come on. What was that again? She's annoyed because... Is it she People or People not closing the door behind them. I know, but it, uh, listen. You're, you're so bad at that. What? Closing the door. What do you mean I'm so bad at well, closing the In the, the lounge door? in the evening, if you're watching TV, you never close the door. So annoying. <laughs> You've written it. For oh, froth I see what sake. this is about. For froth. I see <laughs> for what this is about. Sake. You've written into I your own relax. podcast. If somebody hasn't closed the door, I can't relax. Yeah, well, I, I, think I, I wasn't buying J.S. Amber as a name anyway. <laughs> J.S. Amber. Ambler. J.S. Ambler. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we got your name wrong. You've clearly <laughs> written into your own podcast. Have a pop at me about leaving the fucking door open. <laughs> Is there any good ones there? Uh, there's one from Reese Owen Jones, eight. Reese Owen Jones, eight years old. Oh, do no, you know what? I don't think he is eight. Oh. oh that's his... He's wearing a shirt and tie. Oh, no, there's a picture. <laughs> he's, he's bald with a beard and a shirt and tie. I tell you what, he didn't look like what I was expecting him to. He's like Barry. <laughs> eight might, years old. Look at him. Might have, been t- might have been taken at a wedding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Against a, a totally plain backdrop. Go on, what does Reese Jones say? Eight years Gratuitous old. Gratuitous gym selfies. That's quite good. Yeah, I don't like that. 
I've literally never seen one. Oh, loads. You don't go to the gym. We don't need to go to the gym, do they? They're not pinned up in the gym, the photographs. No, presumably. Don't, you know. People don't take They're not Polaroids people are taking. They're Polaroids. Them up, Polaroids. <laughs> and these are the cream of the crop, yeah? These are the best ones, are they? They're all of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're all of them. <laughs> Got some good stories for you this week. I've scoured the world for some frothy stories. Here's a couple of belters for a kickoff. Impatient dog learns to blast car horn when his owner takes too long in the shop. Brilliant. Okay. Woman. Yeah. 22. Furious. After she was fined 120 quid for feeding Greg's vegan sausage roll crumbs to pigeons. Yeah, which one of these do you want to hear first? I'm going to start with the impatient dog. Yeah. Because uh, if we don't start with him, you know what he's like. <laughs> uh, he'll probably hear a tup, tup, from outside the house if we don't what start with him. What kind of horn do you have? Wally the Boxer Dog. Oh. Wally the Boxer Dog packed his trunk. And <laughs> Wally the Boxer Dog taught himself to press the car horn when he feels he's been left alone too long. Brilliant. Forcing his owner, Tyler, to run back to the car to make him stop. <laughs> Brilliant. You can do anything to Nelly the Elephant. What? That's not. That sounds wrong. <laughs> That's why she packed her bags. <laughs> Call me Billy Smart. <laughs> you can do anything, but she won't forget it. No, no, that is true. But she won't hold it against you. That's the important thing. That's true. She'll remember it, but yeah. she won't hold it against you. You can do anything to Nelly the elephant. Listen, lift her tail up. Have a go. As long as, long as you give her a what? bun. A bun. Not <laughs> a as long, bun. As long as you give her a bun. <laughs> true do elephants eat buns elephants eat buns this has been derailed. they don't forget anything and you can do anything to them they won't hold it against you they will remember it but if you give them a bun usually it's water under the bridge i think that's i think that's elephants done no there's a in my school the playing field this is um, about what i a, haven't there's a victorian the elephant buried there what victorian elephant was buried underneath the playing fields in my school how do you know that? There's a big sort of lump. We're <laughs> badly buried. Yeah, yeah we had a, cam- a camel buried in our school. There's two lumps in the middle of the playing pitch. <laughs> no, because there's a sign. What? Does the sign say Victorian elephant grave? Oh, maybe, maybe I made that bit up. But like when when a circus yeah. came, to I, say, I know the bit you made up about the Victorian elephant <laughs> no, the being buried under your school. Really sad story. A circus came to town and an elephant died, right. and they what, in the middle it. of his act. Yeah, or like you know, I don't know, I don't know. Right. But they buried him, and the only place big enough was the field of my school. The only place big enough to bury the elephant? In Carmarthen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't even park in I Carmarthen. don't believe a word of this. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to imagine, isn't it? I mean, elephants are, elephants are big. Oh, but to say to say that the only place big enough to bury him in a, in a, in a rural town... I'm going to Google it. That's true, actually. Why didn't they just take him out? Outside? It's not like you got where the fuck are we going to bury him? He's he's nearly nine foot long. Is it? <laughs> Listen, you can you move your car? In Victorian times, huh? Vic- you'd have to move a penny, th- yeah, penny farthing. In Victorian times, you, got, you can you move your penny farthing? <laughs> you urchin, move along, please. Well, they Stop weren't very there. bright. They weren't very bright. I'm though. afraid we're going to have to can- cancel the county rugby final because. We've got <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find well, it, honestly. Google it then. I am. I tell you what, though, it's a good story about that impatient dog. Yep. Go on then. If he was here now, he'd be going, <laughs> get a move on. Have you Googled it about this elephant? Yes. Where was he buried? Uh, the rugby pitch. <laughs> he was. 
Are you reading at this my now? Old school, yeah. At the turn of the 20th century, a local travelling circus buried one of its elephants that fell sick and died. The grave is under what was the rugby pitch. Wow. I told you. Wow, there yeah. you go. Isn't That'll it? will teach us. So there is an elephant. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. And was there really did a bump in the pitch or did I make that up? I, I don't know. I think people were just pretty <laughs> Maybe bad I made that up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think, think so. You though. think they would have just dug down a couple more feet rather than have it sticking up? <laughs> Just a badly buried it, elephant. Was it a rugby on, pitch on, at the on time? The, on the touchline. Yeah, at the time it was, yeah. Well, it was a rugby pitch at the time. Yeah, and it's still... They were, where are we going to bury this it elephant? It still is. We could bury him in all the uh, brownfield sites or greenfield sites or whatever. No, let's stick him in the middle of a rugby well, pitch. Well, better the rugby pitch than the tennis court. <laughs> yeah, no, but... It's a fair oh, point. Yeah. It's a fair point. Just playing yeah. over a dead elephant's body. Yeah, but I don't think the choice was exclusively sporting... Inv- oh, better, better the <laughs> tennis court than under a snooker table base. <laughs> The, the, the Lawn Bowls Club got off lightly. <laughs> You're not even allowed to wear shoes on that. <laughs> Let alone put an elephant in there. They didn't. They buried, they buried a snake in there. <laughs> and turned into a crazy golf guy. <laughs> a no-nonsense dog, it says here, has taught himself... Ah, OK, so it is the owner's car. A no-nonsense dog, nonsense dog has taught himself to sit in the driver's seat and press his paw on the car horn until his owner returns... Uh, when he feels lonely. Wally right. the Boxer even shoots some serious side-eye. <laughs> Rosie does that. Rosie does give you side-eye, yeah. Totally. Uh, if, he, if he feels that Tyler hasn't been quick enough, come running back from the shop. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds great. Here's the story, OK. Recently, as an example, recently Tyler was finishing paying inside a shop near his home in Wisconsin, uh, United States, when he heard a car horn blaring... From outside. It's like a children's story, this now. Despite the 32-year-old, that's Tyler probably, not the dog, only being in the shop for a couple of minutes, Wally, that's the boxer dog, had decided that enough was enough. And he sat upright in the driver's seat to push his left paw on the Ford pickup truck's steering wheel. Tyler, that's the owner, filmed the hilarious footage showing the two-year-old dog keeping his paw on the horn until Tyler returned. (laughs) It's not until the owner reaches the window that Wally turns to deliver a very unimpressed look without taking his paw off the horn for a second. That's hilarious. (laughs) Rosie would definitely do that. It wasn't a one-off incident. Wally uses this cheeky trick whenever he gets impatient or wants attention. (laughs) The video racked up more than 200,000 views after being uploaded to Facebook with many commenting, hilarious, in inverted commas. Uh, Wally had left them in stitches. Uh, as soon as I heard the honking, Tyler said, I knew it was Wally. He learned to honk about six months ago, and now he honks whenever he wants my attention. Wally is getting more and more impatient as he gets older. I was only inside the shop for two minutes before he started honking. There's a lot of um, a lot of anthropomorphism going on in this uh, thing, isn't there? What do you think he did it by accident? No, I just like the I like some of the descriptions. Wally had decided that enough was enough. <laughs> Is a tenuous link. Talking of dogs and modes of transport. I was walking the, down with Rosie on a lead down to Cardiff Station to get a train from Cardiff to London once, right? And there was a big, like, a big um, bunch of people in Cardiff Station on the concourse, you know, out there by the, all the Costa Coffees and all that and the Upper Crests and all that, whatever, by the shop. There was a load of people on the concourse and lots of people in tabards. There was lots of photographers there and loads of people in, like, there was wheelchairs. There was, and there were lots of dogs around. And all the dogs had tabards on. And as I walked through, somebody recognised me. 
Yeah. And said, oh, you know, you want to come over here, come over here. And I had Rosie on a long lead and I got slightly distracted. It was clicked off. So, the, so she's got about 10 meters that she can stray with me while I'm still holding the lead right now. And, and uh, I said, what's going on here? And then what's all this about? And they said, oh, it's a big, a big event, big promotional event, big launch event. It's uh, awareness of uh, they're all, that one's a seeing dog. That one's a hearing dog. That one's a dog that can open the door. That one's a dog can spot if you've got a fit. That one's a dog that can detect cancer. And all these dogs, they all sat there. Super dogs. Like something out of a film, like uh, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. They're all sitting there like super dogs, all in their different colour tabards, all sat there, well impeccably behaved. Impeccably behaved. Impeccably behaved, all looking very proud of their work that they do, and their owners were there with them, and all the photographers, <laughs> banks of photographers taking photos, right? All of a sudden, I hear screaming, <laughs> screaming with this woman, almost like trying to whack Rosie with a newspaper. <laughs> Rosie's gone up to a woman in a wheelchair, gone into her handbag, on the floor, stolen her lunch in front of the world's a press. massive baguette. All these other dogs sat there in their tabards, all sat there, Rosie's in the middle of it, with her up to neck and shoulders in this woman's handbag. I, I ran, I was trying to wrestle her out. This whole woman's lunch came out in, the, in, a, in a paper bag, the whole lot of woman's lunch. <laughs> she had her entire lunch. <laughs> At the lot. So embarrassing. <laughs> Rosie. You twat, Rosie. <laughs> Fast asleep, Danny. Don't care. Hey, this reminded me, Barry, as I read that line uh, about the anthropomorphism, when it said uh, Wally, the dog, had decided enough was enough and sat upright at the driver. I love anthropomorphism like that. And the greatest exponent of anthropomorphism that I have ever known is, of course, your mother... <laughs> so I think I think we should give her a call and see if there is an apes of froth feature yes. uh, knocking around this week. We haven't heard from her for a while. I haven't had any news of the monkeys for a few weeks. I think we should. Can we give her a ring? Yeah, I, do you know what I was just about to say? Um, uh, as long as she's in, and then I thought actually it's a, it's a it's a midweek evening. She'll be in. <laughs> they'll all be in uh, yeah. Ian the monkeys for those of you who don't know very quick summary Barry's mum and Ian we have a feature called Apes of Froth they have over a hundred cuddly monkeys and they uh, well let's just give her a ring hello hello how are you Viv how are you Ian oh we're fine they're hot 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 is. yeah it's really hot how are the monkeys coping with the heat that's what I want to know the monkeys they love it <laughs> do they they do don't they one of them is wearing a leather jacket I think oh yes oh, it says beagles <laughs> oh beagles yes of course he must be boiling he's having another wine box <laughs> Oh, now, the last time we spoke to you, Viv, Biggles had been on the Shiraz, if I remember right. rightly. He's now yes. on Australian... Red. Red. Australian... <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if there's one thing about Biggles, he's not fussy when it comes to red wine, is he? <laughs> <laughs> like his mum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His mum. <laughs> I'm not his mum, really. <laughs> not his birth mum. <laughs> the story the reason we rang you is there was a story in the paper nothing to do with monkeys it was about a dog who um, it was about a dog who when he's when he's waiting outside a shop once he gets a bit bored if he's waiting for his owner his owner's taking too long he gets in the he gets in the driver's seat and starts hitting the, hitting the horn and holding <laughs> no! his paw on the horn until until his owner will come out that's what I do <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> um, 
when you take too long. Oh, <laughs> What's, but generally, you're, if you're going out like, uh, so uh, you've got a mini moke, haven't you? Which is like a, a little, how would you it's describe? A mini moke. This, oh. um, uh, this is based on a mini and um, they, they were quite popular back in the 60s before your time, oh. being in 60s in London. And, <laughs> oh, um, brilliant. The, yeah, we've had that, or dare I say, 35 years now, quite some time. But um, yeah. yeah, we do lots of mini events and stuff. And, um, and one of the events that we unfortunately we haven't been able to do so far is the London to Brighton mini run, which we've been doing for the last 20 years, I think. We've missed yeah. a few. That sounds like so much fun. But we've, we always take like... some of the monkeys on the, <laughs> on the journey and they sit in the back. And uh, we dress them up in sailors' outfits. Because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, oh, they're going to the seaside. Yes, yeah. 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 Well, down in Brighton. Yeah, well, yeah. the thing is, because we've been doing it for such a long time, a lot of people recognise them and they come yeah. over and take photographs and chat. Oh. They always look forward to And laugh. You know, yeah, yeah, they look forward not. to seeing, seeing the monkeys and want to know who we've got when, when... here and everything. Yeah. And... Uh, and there's so many people take photographs of, of all the moats and the minis and everything down on the seafront. And do you want to tell that, uh, what that about, story? Yeah. What about me sitting there? Yeah, yes. yeah, you'd gone off walking around looking at the auto jumble and that down on the seafront. I was there with the monkeys in the back. Hmm. I was Japanese. Hmm. And he said, oh, can I take a photo? And I said, oh, right, yeah. And I turned around. Pose. <laughs> pose for it. He kept taking his head. No, it was the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I felt such an idiot. No. No. Oh, there's, there's a picture of. Uh, ah. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like that Morecambe and Wise sketch with the newsreaders. Yeah, with my glass bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it does. There it really does. does. <laughs> so that is how many of the monkeys there's about 10 of them um yeah it's about 10. so, so they are all so they are all at... dressed in sailors outfits yeah. 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 A picture yeah. of but we've got more sailor outfits now can you hold it up again for me yeah because you said they all look different now to, to the untrained <laughs> eye i know different. it's poor quality over zoom but they do look quite similar they <laughs> Who have we got there then? Who have we got there? Who have we got there? Right, here we go. All right. We've got, right. starting on the left here, we've got. Um, uh, Mum, turn, turn that off. Oh, sorry, that, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I know that that's Eric in the background. I remember Eric. Eric. <laughs> That's Eric, the monkey that repeats everything you say. From a, I remember him from a few weeks ago. <laughs> Switch Eric off, Viv. Right, we... I am, yeah. You okay. no, 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 He's our little chef that does all the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and next to um, the little chef, we, we've got Morris. Morris, he's a lumberjack. Right. <laughs> and next to uh, Morris, we, we have got William. There's William there. Right. Yeah. And what, is, what does he do usually? Um, not a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is he on the dole? He, he does actually say something. Do you want to say no, something? No, he doesn't. Oh, no, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. might not want to say oh, this, dear. but I'll give him a go. This is William. Do you want Hello. to say hello? Hello, William. Hello. <laughs> He's trying to say, I love you. Oh, oh, we love you too, William. Oh, that's nice, William. He's so sweet. He's not very good at that. Right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what, the one the one thing he can do? Then we've got Hamish, all right? He's Hamish is a great name. Yeah. yeah. Got Hamish. Hamish, who incidentally has got underwear on, even though he's wearing a kilt. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a real Scotsman. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, next to Hamish, we've got Polly. That's next to- oh, we oh. like Polly. We know Polly. That's a dancer, right? Yes. Yeah. And then we've got, um, uh, that's Mary next to yes. Polly. Yeah. And then we've got, um, oh, um, that's Katie. We've got Katie oh, there. Oh. And then we've got Albert. He's on the end there. And the little ginger one. Who's the, what's the ginger one called? I don't think he had a name. No, I don't think he didn't have a name. <laughs> didn't have a name? <laughs> no. no. Which was a bit unusual, really. That is unusual. Have you still got him? Yes, yeah, oh, yes, yes. We should get someone to name yeah, him. Yeah, we should, we, should, we should ask our listeners to name him. How do you feel oh, about yes. that? We've always called him sort of ginger, really. But... <laughs> <laughs> we can do better than that. Yeah, you're right, Our listeners can do better than that, surely. That would be... (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Oh, no, lovely. We love talking to you. Nice to speak to you. (laughs) And thanks. And we'll ask... I'll tell you what, we'll see what happens. We'll ask our listeners if they they got a name for your uh, red-haired monkey. Yes. And uh, without the name, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, don't feel obliged. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. So you just go end end call on your one, where it says, "Yeah, sometimes you have to hit it twice." Yeah. And then, no, still it. Oh, then hit it again. There's a red button. Uh, Says end call, or if you hover over end bottom right, maybe. Um, the top one. Or leave? Is the one saying leave? Yeah, leave or end. Um, uh, I, yeah, I, I can do it from here. Okay. See you later. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. guys. Bye bye. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Right. Woman 22, furious. After she's fined £120 for feeding Greg's vegan sausage roll crumbs to pigeons. It's pigeons again. 120 quid. <laughs> £120. I'd be furious. I'd be furious. Would you? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because that's a lot of money. Uh, What's the charge, though? The charges you against wanna. you are feeding <laughs> Greg's vegan sausage roll crumbs yeah, to pigeons. What, what law is that? I don't believe that's in the statute book. Rosie barked yeah. a little bit there. So what law is that? <laughs> no, because veganism isn't in the law. What do you mean veganism isn't in the well, law? Well, it's not. I don't think the crime is that you're forcing pigeons to be vegan. <laughs> well, 
How do you know? Oh, hang on, Rosie. What? Rosie is such, so attached to her meat that even if you say the word vegan, even even if you her. say vegetarian, I once said the word pescatarian and she kicked off. <laughs> oh, the charge oh, is yes, yeah. feeding Greg's vegan sausage roll crumbs no. to pigeons. Why was she but what's fine? what's the crime? Exactly. The crime is feeding Greg's vegan sausage roll crumbs to pigeons. I know, but if you were a lawyer... Anybody says, what's the crime again? I am going to yeah, pick Rosie a... up and throw her out of the window. If you were a lawyer, <laughs> what, what case would you like refer it there's to? There's no way that, that there's a law that's been passed by our legislature that says... Just, just because you can... Just because you can literally bo- temporarily borrow a few posh words, Barry... A government politics angle, right. so. Have you been up in court recently? So, just because you could say legislature and things like that. Have you been in the dock? I haven't. No, I've been. I haven't been before the beak. <laughs> um. You're so cockney. <laughs> <laughs> I did once um, uh, have to go to Bow Street Magistrates Court and stand in front of uh, uh, the magistrate there uh, because of a TV show that we were filming where we were. Uh, doing a photo shoot for it and we sprayed chalk based graffiti on that washes off yeah. um, but we we sprayed we sprayed because we were playing these sort of anarchist characters and we sprayed outside the treasury building Tony Blair is a bellend <laughs> <laughs> oh got, 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 got a photo taken for the magazine and they left and we were like really proud of ourselves going, that's going to be a great picture out of nowhere loads of police guards just, just like boxed us in kept us in uh, overnight we had to go to the magistrates court and still to this day one of the funniest moments of my life was in a magistrates court we're there we're looking really nervous all dressed in suits rather than in our costumes, obviously. <laughs> and uh, and, and uh, the uh, the clerk of the court read out said, and the graffiti read, Tony Blair is a bellend. And the whole court started laughing. <laughs> and, and the judge threw it out and just uh, made us just pay for the, the cleaning. And that was it. The judge, so did was, the judge did the judge laugh when he said Tony yes, Blair is a bellend? Yes, everyone. Really? Did. Yeah, the judge was like, why is this even before me? I don't, this is ridiculous. It's such a waste yeah. of time. Uh, a woman is furious. Yeah. She's been fined £120, if you remember. That's so much. If you're yeah. 22 years old, that's loads. Yeah, but... but it's, that's her, loads at any age. Her crime is heinous. She's got crumbs off her vegan sausage roll from well, Greg's. What are you meant to do with the crumbs, then? What do you mean, what are you meant to do with the... Well, you know, crumbs... <laughs> crumbs are crumbs. I mean, crumbs are just little bits of food that go down your front, they go on the floor, they go in your moustache, whatever they go. Pig- if there was a pigeon nearby... Yeah, and but I this had is, crumbs but, yeah, yeah, but that's different, isn't it? That is that is leaving your crumbs for on the floor, and then a pigeon happens along and takes them. This she is she offered them. This is actively feeding crumbs to a pigeon. Let me read on. It's not against the law. Well, it must be. She's been fined hundred and twenty pounds. Then the law is an ass. <laughs> well, now then, here we go. Okay, this is where you two, who so far have been very much, well, almost. Anarchists, really. <laughs> now we're going to hear what's really happened. Maybe you'll change your tunes. Carrie Sven, 22, said she had ripped the end of the pastry into tiny pieces. So these aren't... These crumbs, to me, are the detritus, detritus, depends how you say it, that fall from around <laughs> the sausage roll. But this woman, 22... Yeah has ripped the end off the pastry into tiny pieces to feed a small group of birds in Piccadilly Gardens in Manchester City Centre 
because they looked, and this is from her, this is coming, don't, don't shoot the messenger. She said the birds looked quite sweet. She was shocked when she was given a, oh, a £150 fine, reduced to £120 if she paid it within 10 days. Manchester City Council has hit back. What? Hang on a minute. Oh, right, the girl's annoyed. The woman's annoyed, 22. Woman. 22. The woman, 22, is annoyed, right? But Manchester City Council has hit back, saying... Do you know what they said? Hey, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how they... That was their opening gambit. What are you doing feeding the birds? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, you! You there with the vegan parsley! <laughs> I love Manchester. Right, okay. I just thought well, I'd Maybe say you'll that. show the city hey. council a bit more respect. <laughs> hey, hey, you right. over there with the sausage roll! <laughs> Fucking giving them warm crumbs! <laughs> just show them a bit of respect. Okay. This is the city council. Yeah, right. <laughs> they said feeding the pigeons is littering. Plain what? and simple. Surely it's the opposite of littering. Well, no, because they... If she them. had emptied those crumbs... Well, they're not crumbs. They were bits of sausage roll. But if they had been crumbs, she'd have emptied them from the bag. Surely that would be littering by feeding them to the pigeons. I think it littering. depends whether the pigeons let them touch the ground. If you throw something on the floor, littering. If you throw something towards the floor and a pigeon gets it in midair and eats it... It's if it goes. If you give food to a pigeon, it will poo. And that's littering. No, 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 no. Don't be absurd. You can't, you can't fine, you can't fine Carrie's fan 120 pounds because she fed a pigeon that might have a shit somewhere later. Why not? Well, because whose jurisdiction is that? What if he, what if the pigeon flies down and has a shit on the Nelson's column in London? You're going to get Bar- uh, London Council involved as well? <laughs> L- London Barry, Council, yeah? Do you Barry, Barry, over, do you over to you for London Council. <laughs> <laughs> The old, the old London Council, was it? London. <laughs> yeah, right. I think Trafalgar right. Trafal- <laughs> Square will come under the uh, Westminster Council. Westminster Council, yeah, they go. Excuse me. Yeah, who's going to clean yeah. all this up then? Yeah. <laughs> this bird's had a shit on Nelson's bloody on his barnet. This bird, this bird's only had a tom tit right here, isn't it? He said, it's Tommy Jit on bloody Nelson's barnet. On Nelson's barnet. Nelson's barnet. <laughs> 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 he got out, he lived in that Nelson's house, he said, he's shit on his syrup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you say apple and pears? I don't say it, no. What, do you live in a bunch of went to a greengrocer's <laughs> and he wanted some apple and pears, what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't because I well, wouldn't. You wouldn't, want you wouldn't do that on principle. I wouldn't, you don't I wouldn't eat fruit? want. I wouldn't want confusion. I wouldn't want to come in, in out with like a stepladder or something. I'm not, and just looking. <laughs> looking I'm not perplexed. Fall, I wouldn't do it. I'm not falling into that trap as a cockney. I was having a chat. And I saw uh, with with a couple of mates, and one of them genuinely, the other one, he went, oh, "No, no, he, he was giving it all to Barry." And I was like, "My ears pricked." I was like, "What?" He went, and I went, "What do you mean, Barry?" He, and he honestly, and he wasn't even joking. He went, "He was giving it all to Barry." And I went, "What do you mean, Barry?" He went, "The Barry McGuigan, Biggin." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's the so Barry McGuigan. Hey, hang on yep. now. Right. If you on. remember, this woman, 22, she yes. she's uh, she's not happy because she's paid 150 quid, but she got reduced to 120. Bargain. And she got the whole, li- the whole life ahead of her. She got the whole life ahead of her. Ms. Fenn, who lives in Cardiff, was visiting her brother in Manchester. Okay. Okay. When she sat down, because she's like, little Miss Tuffet, let's go. 
<laughs> she sat down. <laughs> she sat down to enjoy her savoury pastry. She couldn't, get any, she couldn't get any curds and whey. That'll be the uh, yeah. That'll be the aforementioned uh, vegan sausage roll. These Greg's vegan sausage rolls. Yeah. Were like. I mean, a little while ago, they were... They're really contentious. They were all the rage. Very popular. Well, no, there Very. was a lot of... My sister texted me about them. But wasn't there a lot of, like, arguing? There was a lot of arguing. Anyway, I've never had a Greg's vegan sausage roll or other sausage rolls are available, I'm sure, vegan I ones. I've never either. had one. Hmm? I haven't either. Barry, have you had one? No, no, I haven't. I know who will know about sausage rolls. Oh. I mean, it's a bit late to be calling him in Australia, all but... Right. Lloyd Langford. Ah, oh, should was, we call him? Who was on the show very recently talking up his own homemade sausage rolls. His own rolls. sausage rolls. I know he used, he was talking about using celery and carrots in them. Maybe something. that's what vegan sausage that, rolls are like. That's halfway to being a vegan sausage roll. Yeah. Give him a ring, Barry. <laughs> there he is. Uh, hello? Hi, Lloyd. Hey, Lloyd. Hi, Hi Lloyd. Lloyd. It's the Froth Podcast, yeah? Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's like oh, Lloyd. what are you rubbing your eye for it's like 3.21am th- here <laughs> why did we I we phoned you about sausage rolls of, of course no, we were just checking the time thanks Lloyd <laughs> so that must mean it must be count nine hours back none of us had a watch sorry Lloyd so that's nine hours so we must be what about I don't know, it's quite early must here. be about 20 past six yeah that's not too bad thanks Lloyd right. <laughs> we must Put a note, Barry, your producer. Get, let's get a watch for next time. But thanks, Lloyd, for and that. And Lloyd, here's a little tip. Keep your phone on silent that night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad it isn't another story about Rod injuring his testes in a shaving accident. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was grim. <laughs> it's not another story. We've, we've rung you this week to ask you about... Uh, I mean, it's a bit early for this. Vegan sausage rolls. We just... What? A while ago, you've been in Australia for a while, but a while ago over here, I don't know what it's like over there, apart from late, but over here, there was a big old hoo-ha, a big old kerfuffle, because um, people brought out, Greg specifically, I think, brought out vegan sausage rolls, and there was a whole kick-off about it, and we thought, who do we know who knows about sausage rolls? None of us <laughs> had tried one. And you're the only person we know who makes the homemade sausage rolls with celery and carrot of it so you can see why we've rung I hope this makes it feel a little bit better yeah, I hope this I, mitigates the I'm, I'm just a gifted amateur mate I'm not like an expert <laughs> <laughs> the closest we've got I, I have a I have it a was l- either that or ring up Greg's I didn't want to bother them at 20 past 6 so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to block your number after this call <laughs> So we'll find we'll find a way through to your bedroom in Melbourne. Is that where you are? You still in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. It's illegal for me to leave. <laughs> oh, what not, a life you've got! Not me. So you're trapped. Not me specifically, like anybody. <laughs> Melbourne is on total lockdown, so you're trapped in a house in Melbourne, and we keep bringing you. In wow. in in two hours' time, uh, five a.m. The curfew finishes, and then I can go outside. Yeah. Is that why you've been making sausage rolls? Because you've just been in the house? I have been doing a lot of home cooking to the point where we were going to have a takeaway tonight as a treat and then we looked in the fridge and I'd made approximately five foot of shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> so we, oh, we, have to eat nice. that. we have to eat that instead. There's fresh rosemary growing 
not on our property, but near enough. Is <laughs> 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 it public land like? If it grows, what, what are you do? Is it stick, on the roundabout? But Anne, Anna said to me that if it grows over the uh, boundary line, then it's fair game, and that goes for anything like lemons. Anything. Anything. We, we, we have a fair few lemons. <laughs> What, so you're nicking them from other people's gardens? If the, you scrumpy jacket. If they're over rosary. the property line, they're fair game. You, yeah, that, you keep repeating that. that. Like what about if your neighbour was, was leaning over with a nice watch? You could just have that away, could you? <laughs> <laughs> and a cocktail. Yeah, if your, if your neighbour was sitting on their wall, dangling their legs down, you just go along and take their shoes <laughs> as you walk past. Well, we've managed to get lots of rosemary and then you fry that in butter and then you chop it up and you... You put that through the mashed potato. Oh, oh nice! Oh, that does that sound nice. No wonder you made five foot of it, right? <laughs> now back to sausage rolls. Like, have you tried one of these vegan sausage rolls? That's all we rang you up for, Lloyd. No. Oh, thanks then. <laughs> well, Lloyd was no use, but you know, I'm torn whether this woman should she have been fined or not. I don't know. Feeding pigeons. Mm. Let's get... You know Gabby's... You know my cousin Gabby? Yeah. She's got a couple of... Her, some of her best friends are pigeon fanciers. <laughs> Racers, breeders, whatever you call it. Yeah. And down in the West Country, Brian and Sarah. Yeah. I reckon, let's give them a call. Barry, let's give them a call and see if they can... Well, they'd know, wouldn't they? I mean... Well, they'd have something idea. to say about it, no doubt. Yeah. Let's give them a ring. Brian, thanks for joining us. No problem. Your pigeon fanciers by your own. But that could sound wrong in so many ways, couldn't it? How long have you fancied pigeons for? How long have I fancied them for? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can we use a different phrase? I I mean, I know it's the official term. How long have have I kept them for? Yes, that's right, yes. Right, since I was 12 and now 61. How many pigeons have you got, Brian? Um, Just under 200 now, I expect. Wow! I have have three. We keep them in sheds called lofts. Yeah. And I have three of those, and I keep racing pigeons and fancy pigeons. What are fancy pigeons? I know what you do with the racing pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Fancy pigeons. You just you you just show them. You take them to shows and compete. Okay. And there's hundreds of different varieties. You would not believe until you start looking at fancy pigeons. Or I've got a pigeon site called Clearway Pigeon Supplies. Right. <laughs> I sell pigeon corn and products to the local fanciers. And I also sell pigeons in at the big shows, and um, racing pigeon shows. But I take fancy pigeons, which is a bit different. Is that Sarah in the background selling pigeon corn to a pigeon? Yeah, she's... Comedian. Um, on Zoom. Yeah, she's, I think she's so, she's trying to sell some pigeon food here. Yeah. Uh, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll wait for her to finish. Uh, so funny. Yeah, come on, sir. Right, right, bye. Okay, what what do you sell? <laughs> what do you sell? Right. Right. Johnny. Yeah. And he said that um, John Gerard wants a picture of the pigeon you won on the coach and a picture of its leg. Well, it's not the same. It's not the same pigeon. Because <laughs> it died and I swapped the ring. <laughs> no, 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 no. What? What it is? Is we have is a pigeon fraud going on? 
you are a pigeon expert. So, yeah. another pigeon story cropped up in the news this week, and we were talking about it, and we can't decide who is in the right. So, I'm going to tell you the facts of the story as we know them from the newspaper article. I tell you what, I'll be the, I'll be the judge. Okay. Sean is going to play the defendant in this case. As usual. Barry, Barry <laughs> is going to play the um, other party in the case. And I want you, Brian and Sarah, now you're there, you're both here together, to be the jury. Oh, I thought we would be in the pigeon then. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much more fun. <laughs> the pigeon doesn't have a speaking part in this. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. Just a coup uh, then. I, lo- I love the fact. What was your dog's name again, did you say? Elsa. Elsa. Okay. In, in this, this little, little uh, courtroom scenario, scenario <laughs> the snoring sound, sound effects will be provided by, by Elsa. 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 Elsa, the boxer dog. Yeah. That's Mr. Snuffles. We're doing a court here in here, Sarah. Hey, nobody cares about Mr. Snuffles, Sarah. Simba. Simba. But he's deaf. He's deaf? I I thought he was just rude. I I won't take it personally. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, all rise. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) They've got three dogs on the lap. You've got three dogs on the lap. We'll let you off the rising bit of court. Okay. Everybody who... Who hasn't got a dog on their lap? Rise. All rise. The court is now open. Uh, Barry, Judge. Barry, stand up. Barry's risen. Uh, oh, I'll sit there. Judge Rod. Judge Rod uh, is your uh, presiding judge today. And uh, our defendant. The defendant is Keris Fenn, a woman, <laughs> it says, aged 22. She stands accused of ripping the end of a sausage roll, a vegan sausage roll, and feeding it to some pigeons. Uh, Sean, if you could be Carrie's fan, please. You could, uh, there we are, you can, you can read your statement. I was eating a Greg's sausage roll. It was less than a mouthful left. The pigeons had gathered round. I thought it was quite sweet. I just really like animals. I'm a vegan. I ripped it into tiny pieces. I tried feeding the crumbs to them. It was just a small group, not flocks and flocks. Did you hear that, Brian and Sarah, the jury? Yeah, we heard that. Oh, we look at that already. Already, already <laughs> so taking a dim view of that. Yeah, we heard that, that all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, your next voice you're going to hear will be Barry, who will be playing the an executive member for neighbourhoods from Manchester City Council. Right. I should tell you, by the way, that what happened was Keris Fenn, who was feeding the bits of vegan sausage roll, to the small group of pigeons in Piccadilly Gardens in Manchester, was then approached by somebody from one of these uh, outsourced private kind of uh, security company things and fined 120 quid on the spot. The council was contacted, and this is what they had to say. Feeding the pigeons is littering plain and simple. Clear signs are in place in Piccadilly Gardens to advertise this fact. While we take no pleasure in handing out fixed penalty notices to offenders, it is extremely important that people understand that they should not be feeding the birds in this way. Illegally dropping food for the pigeons is bad for the local environment and can also be harmful to the birds as many items intended for human consumption are not suitable for them to eat. Jury. Well, it's quite clear to us 
-hmm. that she was feeding the pigeons. Yes. She was fine for littering. The pigeons had ate the food. There was no litter. Mm -hmm. No case to answer. Not really. And as to the stuff that would have been in the sausage roll, um, there's nothing in that, especially being vegan, that would affect a pigeon anyway because its its gut is so capable of managing any type of food. Brian, I have to ask you, I respect your thoughtful and informed opinion there. I have to ask you as a jury, there are two of you, and Sarah does not look like she necessarily shares your opinion. I'm not sure that you are speaking on behalf of the whole jury. Sarah. Just realised Sarah doesn't have any headphones on and didn't hear a word. Okay, she can't hear. <laughs> you have to fill Sarah in on the so whole charade. It's your turn, Sarah. Pretend we're in a courtroom. She couldn't hear. We're talking about I just realised why Sarah was sitting there looking like she didn't necessarily agree with Bryce because she couldn't hear a word that has been said from start to finish. No. <laughs> You're the other half of the jury, you see. Oh, oh that's, no, what, that's where right. we're at. Oh, we got it all okay. wrong. You're the other yeah. half of the jury. I'm the Sarah, jury. All, the all you need to say is, all you need to say is, I I agree completely with with the spokesman for the jury. Sausage roll in the park. <laughs> I, I agree with the lady on the jury. The other members of the jury. Right. It's a take. Okay. I agree with the other member on the jury. Perfect. Thank you. Because the lady wasn't the lady wasn't actually littering because the pigeons had took it away. Yeah, but how much vegan was in the sausage roll? It's not about how much vegan was in the sausage roll. It's about the littering. She was fined on the spot for littering. Well, she hasn't littered because the pigeons have cleared it up. Oh, yeah. There we go, then. Yeah. Otherwise, then she could have had a case no, against her for littering. Eat, I wouldn't eat a vegan sausage and roll. What's <laughs> what they're saying about the environment um, could have damaged the environment. She's actually aiding the environment by feeding those pigeons, and they're not ending up dead with people looking at them in the street. No, because often you trip over a dead pigeon. Well, it's unknown, yeah. Unknown, yeah. 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 I, bet I bet you do. do. I, I can't see she's got to answer. It's just... How much what? was she fined then? How much was she fined? Oh, Rod I tell you, I can't remember. £120. Pounds. Oh, that's the... £120? That's pounds. a yeah. Well, it's just... And the paperwork involved with that... Oh, massive. Surely, mean. surely... And going to court... They went to court? Yeah. No, it didn't go to court. She, she paid £120 to avoid it going to court. With reference to Barry, he's obviously not knowledgeable on the subject, so I would like to put a vote of no confidence against that man. (laughs) (laughs) There we have it from the pigeon fancier. The expert has declared... The jury... The tables have turned. The jury has declared that Keris Fenn is absolved of her crime. There is no crime. There was no littering. And Barry, a vote of no confidence in Manchester City Council. I'm I'm not sure you've got the authority to do that. Uh, oh, oh yeah. How many pigeons have you got, Barry? Oh, right, actually, fair enough. You got me there. None I of outrank you then. I outrank you then. Behave. The session. It's, it's not how it's not how the legal system in this country works. How right, many pigeons have you got? I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure any of this is how the legal system works. Um, Nonetheless, we are, we are the legal system down here. <laughs> Nonetheless, the jury has spoken. The court is now closed. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sarah. Thank Thanks, you Pongo so much. Okay. Court adjourned. Okay.
Right, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to special guest and producer Barry Castagnola. Thanks to Lloyd Langford and Brian and Sarah, the pigeon fanciers. Thanks to Barry's mum and Ian. You can find us at the Froth Podcast, where you'll get extra froth content. And if you liked it, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars. Spread the word if you enjoyed it. And tune in next week. This podcast was a Sandbobble Vision production, produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions.